Welcome to the Beers and Bible Podcast, a podcast that explores God's Word while enjoying the fruits of God's creation. You can find us on Instagram at Beers and Bible underscore, on Facebook by searching Beers and Bible Podcast, and on Twitter at Beers and Bible P1. You can also email us at Beers and Bible Podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy what you hear on Beers and Bible, please consider leaving a five-star rating and a review on your podcast platform to help us promote this podcast. Billy Currington summed it up well when he said, God is great, beer is good, and people are crazy. So let us join our hosts, Michael and Anthony, for this week's discussion. Welcome to episode number 151 of the Beers and Bible podcast. I am Anthony. I am Michael, and we are happy to be with you for another week of the podcast. We are going to continue our study through the books of the Bible tonight. We're going to go to an oldie, an oldie but a goodie. Oldie but a goodie. One we've spent some time in already. We're going to be in the book of Lamentations tonight. We're going to drink some beer, and we're just going to chat it up tonight. That's right. That's what we're going to do. We it's the talk- day before Thanksgiving, so we're going to be thankful. We are thankful. We may talk a little bit about our uh, schedule after basically Ooh. this this week. Well, we should do that while we drink beer. We should probably do that. So, <laughs> Anthony, what's going on? It's it's Wednesday. We usually record it's on Thursday. Wednesday. Yeah, it's, uh, so tomorrow is Thanksgiving, so we're recording a day early this week. But uh, it has been, for me, it has been an absolutely insane three days at work. All of the people that I work with are off. Mm. Um, normally I take off at Thanksgiving and that's usually when we make a trip up to the mountains to see my wife's family, see you guys and, um, some friends. And then, uh, we come back home after Thanksgiving. Well, this year we're like, you know what? We're tired. We're not going anywhere for Thanksgiving. We're going to do that at Christmas. So we're going to stay home. Well, everybody else caught wind that I was going to stay home and they're like, I'm leaving. (laughs) Sounds about right. (laughs) So it was me by myself at work pretty much all week handling all of the office side of the stuff that, mm. that we work on that my office works in. So it's just been crazy. Um, sun up to sundown seems like every day this week. I'm glad to have the next two days off of work and mm-hmm. I'll, I don't have to go back till Monday. But that's me. How about you guys? What's going on up in the mountains? Literally the same thing. We've had three <laughs> days of like just go, 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 trying to get stuff done. Um, mm-hmm. We've got like a big project we're trying to push a little closer to the finish line that we've been working on for months um nice and uh prepping for tomorrow and enjoying a couple of days off we're gonna i'm probably gonna do some things around the house that we need to get done um decorate the house for christmas i don't I, is your house decorated already do you have a tree yes, and everything we bought our tree last weekend okay yeah we usually <laughs> buy our tree the week of uh of thanks the weekend of thanksgiving so we'll probably yeah. do that this weekend and i've got to do some stuff to prep the house for the uh decorating and such but nice. we're uh we're excited about that excited about tomorrow thanksgiving excited about um the month of december we're gonna tease gonna that several times yes we are december's gonna minutes. be fun for us yes it will so um but let's get into the beer review i'll go ahead and go first because you, you just had this one two weeks ago um I am going to have from Fairhope Brewing the Apple Pie Sour that Anthony reviewed and gave five Luthers two weeks ago. So this could be um, – well, I was going to say this could be three weeks in a row of me giving something a five Luther beer. But I had the mm. Dill Pickle beer again in the last week. Yeah. Can I retroactively bump that down? <laughs> 
Sure you can. You can do whatever you want to, man. I'm going to retroactively bump that down. Look, it's still good. It's still fine. Um, after further uh, thought on it, it's just not a five Luther beer to me. Yeah. It, it's going to get it's going to get bumped down to four. So I don't. This may be a first for us. I don't know if we've ever actually officially changed a rating. I think I I think I'm, I retroactively lowered Kalik one time. Well, <laughs> I, I'm I'm doing it. It's changed in our spreadsheet. Um, yes, we still keep a spreadsheet of our ratings. <laughs> we we have every beer that we've ever rated. I think there on is that one. There is one beer that for some reason the ratings are not on here. It was week twenty nine. Maduro cigar Maduro, city yeah. brewings Maduro. <laughs> um, I don't remember much about that one, so that tells you everything. It was a brown ale. It's pretty good. It was okay. I, I, it was obviously so good because we didn't even rate it. <laughs> because we um, didn't even rate it. <laughs> and then you didn't. Eh, it doesn't matter. We're fine. Okay, so. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna do the Fairhope Brewing's Apple Pie Sour. I'm anticipating a five Luther experience. This um, recap: five and a half percent ABV, real apple juice. It's a sour ale, bursting with flavors of cinnamon, nutmeg, and clove. Make sure you don't leave the apple pie on the windowsill. That's right. And it's a tap room exclusive, which Anthony probably talked about last week or two weeks yes. ago when he had this. So, but yeah, apple pie yep. sour from Fairhope. So. That one is good. I'm so glad you have that one. Tonight, I'm going to visit the uh, the Heretic Brewing Company, and I did one a while back. It's been a while. Um, and if I remember right, I enjoyed it. It was a chocolate hazelnut, um, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, from Heretic Brewing tonight, I have the Caramel Mucchiato, and this is a milk stout with natural caramel and vanilla flavors. So... We're going to see where this thing comes in, and I'm hoping it's going to be pretty good. But there's only one way to find out, and that's to crack them open and drink them. So let's do that. Well, let's crack these things open. Let's do it. Here we go. Three, two, one, crack. Instant smells of apple pie. Oh, yes. telling you you're gonna give it like 4.99 luthers just just to be funny but i don't i, I told somebody i would have given this six luthers if i could <laughs> oh man so it doesn't quite fit all the way in my cup because i have a, I think so, i have a 12 ounce glass mm-hmm. and the what's left in the can smells absolutely amazing yes so yes it does what, what's your smell like Mine smells like a, like a coffee. Actually, it, not as much coffee. So I'm assuming this is supposed to be like a play on a caramel macchiato mm-hmm. coffee drink, vanilla and caramel flavors. Um, is it an ale or a stout or a porter? It's an milk. It's a milk stout. Okay. Yeah. So that'd be like a coffee. So, it should be like coffee. Yeah. It's got a little bit of coffee smell, but not as much as I was thinking so we're gonna see how this plays out i'm 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 a little on the fence right now well i'll tell you where i'm not is and that's on the fence because this (laughs) smells like apple pie (laughs) well let's turn it up so you can give it five luthers let's go bottoms up Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Um, so I told you earlier that uh, of the two I had, I maybe I may let my wife have like a sip of one. <laughs> I may just have to go find her an apple pie drink. <laughs> Be like, sorry, babe, uh, I drank all both of them. Sorry, <laughs> it's it is every. It's every bit of six Luthers. Like this may be, <laughs> this may be the best beer that has ever been on the podcast. It's possible. It's it's definitely right up there with no crusts. I think it's better. The flavor is is I mean it, it is, is spot on. It is like drinking the liquid filling of an apple pie. <laughs> It Ooh. is. It. <laughs> I burped a, a burp little. <laughs> I burped a little, and it came through my nose, and it smelled <laughs> like apple. That was amazing, and it That's hurt amazing. a little. <laughs> I've never enjoyed being hurt so much. That dude. This is every bit of five Luthers, not even close. Like, there's no yeah. debate. There's no denying it. Yep. This is a. This is if it's not the best, it's like in the top three of beers we've had. Yes. Yes. I would definitely put it, it – it's it's going to be a solid number two. Like, I think I put the grandma's apple pie as a number two. I personally like the Fairhope better than the Westbrook. No, the, don't get me wrong. The Westbrook is amazing. But Westbrook like I said, like, was, was Westbrook a goza or a sour? It wasn't a sour. I think it was a goza or okay. goza or however you say it. Um, but it – because it was the grandma's apple pie and – like that one, that one was really good, but this one, I don't, I, I think, I don't know if it's the cinnamon or clove or whatever other flavors they have in that thing, mm-hmm. but it is just like, oh, it's primo. Like this is the kind of thing that if you did not drink and you, I mean, it doesn't taste like beer. No, it doesn't. At all. It just tastes like apple pie, which apparently some people don't like. Weirdos. I know. The person who we're talking to or talking about knows exactly who we're talking about. That's right. If you don't like apple pie, you know who you are. Gosh. And you're a weirdo. This is every bit of Five Luthers. Flavors on point. So good. So it doesn't have that like distinct sour aftertaste, you know? But it's still every bit of Five Luthers. Yeah, I told you that thing was good, man. And I'm glad that you like it. Um, the caramel... Mookiato is it's a little bit lighter than I expected it to be. Um, I do get the chocolate flavor now. I couldn't smell it, but I can definitely taste it. Um, I don't get the caramel flavor. Like it really just feels like um, like a chocolatey vanilla flavor. And so I'm I'm I don't know. I was expecting a little bit more of a a little bit more sweet. I know stouts tend to be better. Um, but I was kind of with that caramel flavor. I was kind of expecting a little bit more sweet and a little kind of let down that it's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, the flavor is good. I wouldn't call it great, but it's good. Um, it's definitely brewed well. It's it's got good texture, good consistency for a stout, as far as that's concerned. So it's it's not terrible. But I'm I'm going to be a little hard on this one. I'm going to give it three and a half Luthers. Okay. So it's uh. I, I will probably not be seeking out the caramel mucchiato again. I have four. Mm. I'll drink those, and that'll be the end of that. 
So that's fair. But that's the end of that. So let's uh before we go take a break and dive into the book of limitations, let's talk for just a minute about what we're gonna do in December. All right, so uh, Anthony and I were discussing it, and we realized that we have never done a Christmas series on the podcast of any kind. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, we take a you know we take a few weeks off in December. We're not going to do that this year. Um, but what we're going to do, um, we're going to go through the Book of Lamentations tonight, and then we're going to take uh, do like a three week Advent series um, that will lead us right up to basically the the week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we'll jump back in at the first of January, uh, the first Friday in January. We will re- we will continue in. We'll start with the uh, prophets. Mm-hmm. So we figured, in talking about it and thinking through it, that was a good a good place to kind of make that break. So over the after yep. this week, over the next few weeks, we'll be in the in an Advent series, um, trying to give that as much justice as we can. Um, yes. and so that's what we're doing. That, that's what we're going to, that's where we're going. Um, figured we'd give you all that information since we teased it enough at the beginning. <laughs> um, and we'll, uh, we'll roll with it that way. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. We'll, we'll jump back into the book by book study, um, after the first of the year. And, uh, yeah. Ezekiel. <laughs> yeah. Ezekiel will be January 6th. Coming That's in, right. coming in hot. So coming in hot. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing an Advent series for a few weeks. It'll be fun. It's gonna be fun. Um, I love doing Advent. Uh, we do it with the family. Um, and actually, so fun fun story here. Um, our church is doing uh, an Advent series. We just finished the book of Exodus, mm-hmm. um, verse by verse. Spent two years in Exodus and finished it like last week. And so. This coming up Sunday, um, we're we're starting with the Advent series, and um, our church family wrote a devotional book for Advent published by the church, um, and so it'll be really cool to get get to do that. I got to write one of the one of the lessons for for that, so it was a lot of fun. Um, but it's it's really cool to know that like the church came together and, yeah. and is pro- producing something that'll be helpful during this time. So it was yeah, a lot of fun. So anyway, there's uh, there's the next couple of weeks, and right now we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into the Book of Lamentations. So stick around, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Beers of Bible podcast. We are continuing our book-by-book study through the Bible, and tonight we are going through Lamentations. Um, we actually, Anthony actually did a uh, five- or six-episode series in Lamentations um, mm-hmm. back at, like, episode 100. So um, if tonight's not deep enough for you, we did a very <laughs> deep uh, dive into the book of Lamentations um, right at about a year ago, actually. So it was, um, yeah. So if you uh, go back to episode 100 and start there, um, you'll be able to, or maybe it's 101. 
I know uh, chapter one starts with 101. I was looking to I see. I think we did. I, I, remember. I, rem- I remember doing an intro. So we did an intro in 100. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we rolled, we tied it into the book, uh, Deep Clouds. Dark no, Mercy. Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was tied in with that one, uh, that book by Mark Vrogop, which is a really good book. So uh, grab that book if you want to study Lamentations too, because I would recommend that. All right, so we're going to um, go through Lamentations tonight, probably a little, uh, not quicker on purpose, but just because we've already done it. Um, So uh, here's some data for uh, Lamentations. Um, These are uh, five laments uh, written uh, because of, or written over the fall of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Um, the author is not known, but this happens around 586 BC, and again focuses on the fall of Jerusalem in the second exile of uh, to Babylon. Um, the huge emphasis throughout the book of Lamentations is there's this personal agony over the fall of Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and um, that the writer recognizes the justice of God that happens in the overthrow of Jerusalem. So even in the dark time that Jerusalem was going through, the writer still saw that God's justice was being carried out. Um, And by the end of the book, the writer turns their hope to God's character alone. Um, Mm -hmm. Not really, when we studied, when we went through it, the main one of the main things I got out of it was that God's um, goodness and God's character is the only source of our hope, mm-hmm. no matter what our situation, no matter what our circumstances are. Um, it's very much like almost Job esque, yeah, in, in its content. Yep. So, yes, um, you know, and and we we know or we don't know who the writer is. I, I if you follow along in the lamentation study i contended that it was jeremiah mm-hmm. um i do because in the so in the english or in in our modern bible um lamentations follows jeremiah of course in the hebrew bible it does not it follow it's it comes before because all the prophets are grouped together so you have ezekiel or Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah. You got all of them. And so Lamentations in the English Bible, you've got Isaiah, Jeremiah, uh, then Lamentations, then Ezekiel. And so you kind of reorder those. But that's going to lead us to to some advice that we can take when we read Lamentations. And that is, even though this is a historical book, even though it has um, a literal setting, um, a lot of this text is very poetic in nature, and mm-hmm. so you kind of have to read it uh, as as a poem and kind of understand it as a poem, even though you're necessarily going to apply it almost literally, if, mm-hmm. if that if that makes any sense. Yeah. And so, um, but this is the uh, the fall of Jerusalem. You just mentioned it's the fall of Jerusalem, and and that was a pretty terrible. Uh, situation. Um, it gets pretty graphic. Um, and it was also set up because of the terrible kings and uh, that had ruled in Jerusalem in the northern and southern kingdoms. Um, it's just all in all, this is a really, really brutal scene mm-hmm. that we're walking into in the book of Lamentations. Yeah. Um, and this book is going to tie issues together. Um, 
and it's going to pull in some of the the profits, the different profits, and you're you're going to have references uh, or or at least literary ties to books like Habakkuk, which we've walked through, uh, books like Obadiah, um, and so this theme of lament is something that will carry throughout the rest of the prophets hmm. um, and really throughout the Old Testament. And so I think it's good for us to have, when we went through Lamentations, we talked about a good theology of suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Lamentations is going to help you develop that that theology of suffering. Yeah. Um, but in the midst of all of this, this terrible stuff that's going on, the author of Lamentations holds out hope that God is right, and God is just, and God is love, and God is faithful, and he will stand by his promises. And so you see this ultimate trust in God. And if you remember the the Lamentations study, there we had those four, four letters, or we had the four things that, that were mm-hmm. trust in prayer, complain biblically, act boldly, and trust in God. Uh, I'm sorry, not trust in prayer, turn in prayer, complain biblically, act boldly, and trust in God. And mm-hmm. so that's what the author of Lamentations does, and that's what we should do and how we should kind of filter um, the book of, of Lamentations as we read through it. So that tells us how we can set it up and read it. Let's just walk through kind of real quick um, these five laments, these five chapters. So take us through the first chapter there. Chapter 1, um, the first lament is uh, Zion lamenting over her destruction, um, and really the chapter gets broken down into three sections. Um, you have verses 1 through 7, where we see the state of Jerusalem, which is broken and desolate and mm-hmm. um, overthrown by um, by outsiders and just in, in, a, in a terrible, terrible place. Um Verses 8 through 14, uh, uh, Zion is broken by sin. Um, mm-hmm. That the, the, the realization that Jerusalem, is, Jerusalem sorry, is in the state that it's in because of her sin, that yeah. um, there's no one to blame but herself, that, that yeah. she is there because of her choices. Um, and then we see the last... Uh, eight verses through uh, through the end of the chapter here, the consequences of sin, that God is the one who delivered the desolation, the brokenness, mm-hmm. um, really like this, almost like a death sentence on yeah. Jerusalem. <laughs> you know, God is the one who in his righteousness and his justice and his goodness said, because of the choices you have made, this is what I have for you. And he allowed um, a foreign nation to invade and overthrow Jerusalem. Yeah. He, he allowed it. He, he didn't, he didn't keep it from happening. Yeah. He let it happen. So, yep. He, he let Babylon do this thing and then later judged Babylon for the thing that he allowed them to do Mm -hmm. because it's, and that's part of limitations is realizing that, just because something bad happens doesn't mean that that person is not going to have justice upon them. You yeah. know, God is just. He's he. If if something is wrong, it's wrong. Yeah. And so, God can allow something bad to happen and still hold that person accountable for the bad thing that they did. 
Yeah. Um, and that's what he that's what he shows with with Babylon there at the end of Jeremiah and into into Lamentation and even on into the exile. Yeah. And so um, that puts us right there at chapter two, which is the second lament. Um, and then we see we see here we uh, or we see here Zion's lament and then their appeal. Um, we break this chapter down into to just a few verses. It starts off with God's rebuke. Um, if chapter one kind of opened this this world of brokenness, then chapter two just continues. It's it's like Pandora's box. It yeah. just keeps going. Um, and so we see that at the start, and then next we see the sting of God's rebuke. Um, and so this focuses on the people who were left uh, in the path of destruction. And so you know um, you. you Anytime you have a path of destruction, there's going to be remnants of things. There's going to be pockets of things that, that maybe either weren't destroyed or, or something happens. And so you focus on that there in the middle of the chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the chapter, you see a call for remembrance. And and a lot of times, think back to the Deuteronomic cycle that we've talked about from the Pentateuch, where Israel messes up. Somebody calls them to repentance. They repent. Then they mess up again. And and it's you know this you almost see glimpses of this pattern resurfacing again right mm-hmm. here. And so you know I've already mentioned the process that that we talked about from Verogop's book. So I'm not going to mention it here. But just you know continue to filter that that process through your mind of how we lament and and you see it played out in chapter two at the end of it specifically when they're called to remembrance because that call to remembrance is going to be a call that says hey you need to be trusting in god yeah even in the path of the, or even in the face of this destruction that has come on to you by your own sin you still need to be trusting in god and mm-hmm. so so that yeah. kind of closes out that second chapter mm-hmm. and then sets us up for the third lament so take us through the third lament well before that i do want to sit on the the process for just one second yeah yeah so I think so often we as Christians, and we talked about this when we went through the study in Lamentations, so mm-hmm. sorry, but I'm going to hit it again. But <laughs> I, think, it again. I feel, I think so often we as Christians, we don't feel right about complaining to God about mm-hmm. things that we're going through. Right. And I think the book of Lamentations is a great example of how to do things the right way, of how to, how to complain the right way yeah um sometimes life just sucks and sometimes like what you're going through is is just hard and it's difficult and you don't know how you're gonna make it through the next day Mm -hmm. god knows what you're feeling god knows the deepest parts of you he knows every thought that crosses your mind and every feeling that you have yeah. But what he wants is for you to talk to him about those feelings. Yes. And talk to you about talk to him about what you're experiencing in your situation. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't like it's it could be easy to say, Well, God knows how I'm feeling, so I'm not gonna talk to him about it. But that's not how you build relationship. That's right. not how you build fellowship with your father. If you if you treated your spouse the same way, then you and you never talked about things, mm-hmm. then there'd be this weird wall between you two. Yeah. That would so never many, come down. Yeah, exactly. And and I love that you said, you know, talk to God about it, because so many times talking to God about it is not so much to tell God what's going on. It's for your own mind to process it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can think of tons of times when 
I'm trying to figure out something and it's just not working. It's just not working. And I'll go and I'll call somebody and be like, hey, man, I need your help talking through or just thinking about the situation. I'll start describing it. Mm-hmm. And as I'm describing it, something it's like a light bulb comes on. I'm like, wait a minute. I know exactly what to do You're in like, this oh, situation. Never I know mind. exactly I'm good. how to handle this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so sometimes just talking it out, just vocalizing mm-hmm. it, is is a way that your mind can process the information again. Mm-hmm. And and you never know. And, and again, when we do this in prayer, when we complain biblically through prayer, it's just us talking out our problems. And yeah. then we realize this problem isn't really as bad as I thought it was. Yeah. And to, and then, too, like, the other part of that is the trusting in God part. Like, trust mm-hmm. that whatever you're going through, God's allowing you to go through it for a reason. And the reason is yeah, exactly. to, is to grow, grow you as a person, to grow you as a follower, for you to trust mm-hmm. God more and to give – and for you to give God the glory for what you went through. That's, exactly. And that – in the moment – that is really hard to hear yes. and understand and try to process. <laughs> but when you look back on it, you're like, oh, that's obviously what God was doing. But yeah. you know, when you're going through something hard in the moment or you know, you're know, you stuck in it for days or weeks or how, months or years or however long it's in, it is, mm-hmm. like trusting God in the process and trusting that God's plan is better than you could ever imagine. I mean, yes, yeah, it may be hard and it may suck, but – Turning to God and trusting Him with it is the best thing you can do. So, yep. Small tangent, but anyway, um, I like it. So, chapter three, <laughs> chapter three, the third <laughs> lament. Um, here we see despair, hope, and I can't tell if this is a misspelling or imprecation. Imprecation. It's <laughs> imprecation. It's a word I don't know. That's cool. Um, so, um, there's going to be this back and forth in chapter three. Mm-hmm. Um, the first 18 chapters, um, the writer really sits in this time of when God is my enemy. Um, mm-hmm. And then he gets into this uh, – the next few verses are, but great is his faithfulness. Yeah. And then he goes back into when we are drowning in desperation, and then he ends the chapter with great is his faithfulness again. Yeah. So it's even like God is my enemy – but he's faithful. I'm drowning in desperation, but he's faithful. Yes. My life is, or my situation is terrible, but God is mm-hmm. faithful. Like it's still pointing back to that idea that God is faithful and he is worthy to be trusted because he's proven who he is time and time again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, imprecation is just a spoken curse. Um, Think about uh, the imprecatory psalms, you know, uh, psalms of cursing, you know, is is really what they are. And um, when you say you're going to pray imprecatory psalms on people, you're saying you're going to curse them. (laughs) So, uh, but that's what, that's what the author is doing really in the, in the first part. He's like, God is my enemy. This is, this is awful. God, you're, you are terrible. And, and so that's, that's really what that is. Um, But you, uh, let's just like you point out, he immediately turns it around. But you know what? You're also faithful. You're a faithful God, and you're going to come through. So mm-hmm. um, that's what imprecation is. If you if you didn't know, um. thanks, Anthony. <laughs> Word of the day. 
<laughs> we're having we're gonna have a word of the day for from the Beers of Bible podcast. <laughs> we might. You never know. Yes. Um so that sets us into the fourth limit, um, which is the people are just groping in the streets. Um this is almost um despair at its highest, I guess, would be a way to word this. Mm. Um, but this focuses on the plight of the prophets and the priests in Jerusalem. Um, back when we discussed this chapter at length, remember, we talked about leadership, and and one of the points that's, that uh, Vrogot brought out in this book, which I thought was really good, was uh, the failure of the leaders of Israel to number one, like identify the problem and then try to fix it or try to, you know, get people back in line with God's word. Um, and that's what led to this. And so I think this focus uh, in chapter four on the leaders, specifically the prophets and the priests, that's who would have, you know, that's would have been the leaders in this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a way to say, you know, leaders, if you're in a leadership place, challenge yourself, step outside of, of your actual leadership role and look and say, Am I doing something that is beneficial to the church, uh, to God's people? Am I encouraging? Am I exhorting? Am I, you know, doing what leaders should be doing? Mm-hmm. Or am I acting like the leaders here in Lamentations, where they basically set Jerusalem up and, and Israel up for destruction um, because of their failure to lead? Mm. Um, and then, and then, kind of towards the end of the chapter. Um, it turns back to the people a little bit, but uh, the vast majority of this chapter focuses on the the failure of the leaders and the leadership structure in Israel. And so, mm-hmm. um, that you, when you have that failure of leadership, a lot of times you end up with uh, people groping in the street. You know, people lost and walking, rounding around. They don't know where to go. They don't have a leader to lead them. And so, um, that's the main focus of chapter four. Walk us real quick through chapter five. So the writer of Lamentations wraps up the book. Um, he starts chapter five with this long complaint for God, to God um, for him to remember. Um, mm-hmm. Remember, I mean, he starts out, remember what has happened to us. Look and see our disgrace. Um, and so the writer is calling out to God, begging, for, begging him to remember what God allowed them to go through. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of those things that's like, I know, and again, he's. This is like the complaint part. God knows the situation. The writer is still saying, "God, we need you to. We want you to remember what has happened to us." And so, a good reminder mm-hmm. again for us that, like, God just wants to hear you talk about the situation you're going through. He knows it. He knows every yeah. part of it. He just wants you to talk to him yep. about it. <laughs> um, and then he's going to wrap it up, or the writer's going to wrap it up um, with. The verse, these verses, trusting in the one who brings restoration. Um, and I want to just, I'm going to read the last couple of verses here because I think they're so good and like just yep. wrap a pretty bow on, on the whole book. Um, it says, Lord, restore us to yourself so we may return, renew our days as in former times, unless you have completely rejected us and are intensely angry with us. Um, God is the God of restoration. Lord, restore us to yourself. So we may yeah. return, um, renew our days as in former times, return us to the ways before we were, um, overthrown by Babylon. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the, the flip on this is like, unless you have completely rejected us, like, unless you, unless you've turned your back on us, which we know he hasn't cause these are his people, mm-hmm. 
but the writer says if if it's not your will okay yeah you know it, it's again some things are hard to hear but like sometimes God's will for you is not the thing you want or the thing you've yeah like sometimes God's will for you is for you to go through something really <laughs> difficult so um, yep I don't know it, it's like we've talked about throughout the whole episode tonight like we did a very deep dive into this book yeah. <laughs> about a year ago. <laughs> so um, go back and listen to that. And if you have any mm-hmm. questions about anything we talked about, we'll share where you can reach us at the end here. But um, yeah, the Book of Lamentations is a good reminder to us of how we can approach God and how we can um, bring our frustrations and our struggles and our plights and everything that we're dealing with to God and say, God, here is all of my concerns. Yeah. And what's going on? Yep. It's a good book. Anthony, do you have anything to add to our discussion tonight? I don't. That's a good place to set it down. Well, then would you like to pray for us and we will, uh, We'll wrap this thing up. I would love to pray for us. Let's pray. God, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for another opportunity that we have to sit down and to discuss your word and uh, your word written to us. And we thank you that your word is living and active. Uh, We thank you that your word is sharper than a two-edged sword. And even when it cuts us, God, it's, it's teaching us something and it's showing us things that we can do better uh, to example you and your son to the world around us. And so, God, I pray that we would take those lessons, we would apply them to our lives, and we would learn, God, that we would learn how to trust you. We would learn, number one, how we need to turn in prayer to you. We need to learn how to complain, but complain the right way, God, that we can take our grief and we can take our laments and we can take our struggles and lay them at your feet, God, and we can pour them out to you. Um, and, God, that we can... Uh, turn to you and know that you are faithful even in the midst of all of our bad situations or whatever is going on whether we're in the valley or we're on top of the mountain we can turn to you and know that you are good and so god we thank you for that reminder that comes through the book of lamentations and and seeing the destruction that was before them that 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 an author thought to uh that you put in him to think to say God, we need to turn to you in the midst of this destruction. When all else looks lost, we can turn turn to God who is our faithful rock and our redeemer. And so, God, I pray that we would stand on that, we would remember that, uh, and that we would act accordingly to your faithfulness to us. Mm-hmm. And we love you, God, and we thank you for this time to sit here and talk about this. And we ask all of these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, Michael, if they want to reach us on social media platforms, where would they do that? You can find the Beers and Bible Podcast on Instagram at Beers and Bible P1. You can find us on Twitter at Beers and Bible underscore. Is that right? No, I got that backwards. Instagram, Beers and Bible underscore. I got that backwards. Instagram is Beers and Bible. We have done that. That is a first. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
Okay. Leaving that in. <laughs> so Instagram, beers and Bible underscore. We're on Twitter at beers and Bible P1. It didn't feel right when I said it, but I was like, mm. I'm just going to keep rolling. And nothing. <laughs> anyway, uh, Facebook, beers and Bible podcast. And you can email us at beers and Bible podcast at gmail.com. We would love to uh, hear from you if you have any questions about anything we've discussed tonight or on another episode of the podcast, or if you have any suggestions for beers that you'd like for us to review on the podcast, we would love to hear those as well. Yes. Well, until next week, I hope your beer stays cold and your Bible stays open, and we'll see you later. Peace out.